Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. Hey, hey. How are you? Good. Did you make fudge? <gasps> Wait, where how, are you going? See how festive this holiday party is? People are making fudge and shit. This is great. You don't understand. It's 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 the beach board fudge. And we had a friend who lived across the street from us for a long time and she's Jewish from Israel. Um, amazing person, amazing cook, and we brought her some fudge and the next day she goes, Fuck your fudge. <laughs> because she ate all of it because she was trying to go to sleep and she couldn't because the fudge was in her house and she wanted to eat it you goddamn bitch I ate all of it <laughs> the, the fucking audacity of you and your goddamn fudge um, oh it was amazing so it was amazing in my in my ventures of art where I'm making designs that are food related I did all the sports food mashup stuff but one of the things that I've started doing is like certain people I know absolutely love certain foods like for instance my grandmother who passed away um her favorite sandwich was a barbecue sandwich with coleslaw on it so I'm gonna make a barbecue sandwich with coleslaw on it and I'm gonna call it the Betty um, my grandfather loved BLTs and that his name was Bernie so it's gonna be Bernie's BLT I now have to make beachboard fudge and then with a tagline under under it that says fuck your fudge like yeah. yes like that's, <laughs> that's happening now he's the only one who can make it because all of us make it wrong and there's like it's basically two ginormous sticks of butter and um baker's chocolate and sugar yeah so I but mean, there's something in the mechanics of it the way he does it like he doesn't scrape it's amazing yeah it's, sandy does does one too that's really really good and like it always comes out amazing yeah Candy making is incredibly difficult and is all about timing and temperature. Yes. And and humidity. And and absolutely, yeah. It's no, it's it's, yeah. it's all black magic. I'm going to try for the first time on my own because I've I love eating them at, at the holidays, but I've never made scotcheroos. Which, if you're not familiar with scotcheroos, imagine Rice Krispies. I love them. I make them even... all the time. Oh, okay. How hard are they to make? not what recipe <laughs> like the, are you doing oh no big deal just make them all the time um no i'm excited i'm gonna make them for the first time my mom used to make them when i when i was a kid um and i've never tried it on my own but um i even got the special holiday rice krispies the red and green ones so this is gonna be like these are gonna be special special scotcheroos take pictures please oh i will it does sure. take a certain amount of like elbow grease you know because peanut butter and caro syrup and mm. that all of those wonderful things. Um, the thing I learned recently about uh, rice crispy rice crispy treats and 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 their ilk is you're not supposed to pack them down. You're supposed to just kind of lay them into the vessel and like basically get them push them down a little bit to get them into shape, but you're not supposed to like really compress them. Really? Okay. Yeah, because then they just end up hard as rocks. That's okay. why they're so tough. <laughs> like if you've had rice crispy treats that are like, you know, they don't they don't have that kind of light, airy pull apart thing. They just like kind of break like in slow motion. That's why. This is good. This is good to know. I'm really glad I brought this up because now I have tips on how to make sure that my holiday treats come out as delicious as possible. Um, oh, oh, I got one more. Um, TikTok taught me. Um, so you know how when you add 
uh, cinnamon to things, like briefly, like a like a you know, if you're making French toast or if yeah. you're making um, like any kind of well, anything with cinnamon. Um, it, particularly if you have some kind of extract that's also going into whatever you're making, don't add the cinnamon to the wet ingredients. Add the cinnamon to the like vanilla extract independently. You mix that up, and cinnamon is naturally uh, hydrophobic, so it seizes up. But if you mix it in with the extract, the alcohol breaks down that um, uh, 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 quality of the, the cinnamon, and it'll incorporate smoothly. Man. So hold up, you guys. I'm gonna be right back. I have to get the fudge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> killing me. I haven't heard any of the words you guys have been saying. I just know that there's fudge in my home. <laughs> go, go get fudge. Get your fudge. It's worth it. Rambo, um, working in a comic shop because I know you worked in a comic shop for quite some time. What are the holidays like there? Is it? Do you guys get extra busy at the holidays, or is oh, it just? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been pretty fortunate in that in my retail career, I haven't had too many like holiday specific like blow ups or anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, to the point of like, I can't think of one. Um, I've had, I mean, I've had plenty of negative interactions with customers. Uh, and I guess like the worst kind of overall holiday thing that happened wasn't due to a customer. It was just, you know, it was just a bummer. Um, when I was at uh, the theater, uh, when I was at the movie theater, working cafe, uh, the Christmas that Last Jedi came out, um, it was, of course, super fucking slammed on Christmas. Um, and we had a line easily of 25 to 30 people that maintained for an hour or two. So we we're just constantly dealing with this stream of people. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Mariah with her bowl yeah, of fudge. So with bowl of fudge. <laughs> oh no, it's really good. I'll keep going, guy. I'll come with yeah. <laughs> It's still super hot, but all the boys are working. Uh, I don't um, even care. Don't even care. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have a um, blister on the roof of my mouth. It's totally worth it. <laughs> but uh, so you know, I'm I'm in the cafe and we're just, you know we're making coffee drinks and you know lots of lattes and things and i am moving quick and there's like two or three other people there and i don't know if y'all have been in food service in like close quarters but there's something to be said for like the subtlety and um I don't know, I guess the energy for lack of a better term that people will pick up on and it becomes almost like ballet where like you will move into a into a space while someone else is moving out of that space. And um, it's just a lot of um, being out of the way when someone needs you to be without saying anything about it. Um, but just quickly enough, uh, I guess I turned around and like either I lost my grip or I bumped into somebody and a half a gallon of milk just crashed to the floor and exploded. <laughs> um, and so that basically just sat there for 45 minutes <laughs> while we were still helping people out because that line was not getting any smaller. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, I've been... That must have been gross because that must... It, 
BJ. Hello, sir. Welcome, BJ. Greetings. So did that, did did the milk spread under the appliances and like get stuck in gummy and and paste on your shoes? That's what I'm imagining. Thankfully, because we were able to clean it up pretty quick, all things considered, uh, it, it it wasn't too bad. And like the the floor in like in the cafe was designed for spills. Like so it was all hard tile. Um and we had the um the like spill mats you're supposed to stand on. So like, if something does spill, it'll just drain below you. Um but uh I mean yeah, it was you know, there there are those nights that you know, you're like, you know, you're always supposed to sweep up and you're always supposed to mop. And of course there are nights where you're like, I swept, it's fine. <laughs> this was definitely a, a mopping night. Um, there's no getting around that. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, there were plenty of other instances, incidents like that where people were supposed to be cleaning off uh, uh, the various baking tools and things and just didn't. Um, and you would find this out because something had been sitting for a long time. Like we made... Um, we didn't make the dough, but we, we got like little frozen like dough pucks and we would make fresh baked cookies at the cafe. And you could basically fit six to a, um, uh, a sheet pan. And we used those uh, silicone baking mats uh, for easier cleanup. And one day I came in and I looked at one of the mats and I could see the rings where the cookies had clearly been. And, you know, that's not unusual. Maybe somebody just made cookies and they just set them aside. But then I looked a little closer and the and the, the, the little circles were starting to sprout hair because clearly someone had used them and just set them aside and someone didn't bother to wash them. And I, I mentioned this to a manager, and she rained hellfire down on everybody in. Rightly so. Oh yes, my gosh. One hundred percent. She's like, "What the fuck? How is this not being taken care of? This is one of the most basic aspects of the job." Um, yeah, that's pretty gross. Uh, but no, I mean, I. Thank like you, I said, thank I, you for I, sharing. Absolutely. Um, I mean, hey, if anyone who doesn't know that. When you go out to eat anywhere, especially getting uh, uh, food that isn't just popcorn or a soda from a, a movie theater, that you are to some degree taking your health in your own hands. Well, uh, happy to educate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I need some milk now. <laughs> <laughs> Off a block, oh, my mouth burn. I need some milk. There's some there's something about milk though that like if it spills, I don't know about y'all, but it doesn't matter how well you clean it up, sometimes you'll just catch a whiff. Uh and you're like, wait, mm, guess I didn't get all of it. Cause <laughs> there's there's some of it. Yeah, just caught that, it. That's that, that is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gross. That's why uh that's why the anchorman milk was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do some introductions because I realize that not everybody knows everybody. Um I was hoping everybody would be here like by now, but it, it, it's the holidays. Everybody's got things going on, you know? Um, so we've got, and we're missing two people. We're missing MC and we're missing uh, Yuli. Hopefully they'll pop in a little bit later, but I know uh, Rambo, you're pressed for time. So I wanted to make sure that we at least got to do some introductions here. Um, so BJ, welcome to 
I guess this is your first chance to really meet other GGR people other than myself and Mariah. Yeah. Um, hey, friends. Yeah. BJ is, uh, let me, Rambo. Um, we've also got uh, Russ, who goes by Opaque Senator. Uh, he's the host of our video game podcast, uh, The Gamer Den. Uh, Rambo is a co-host with me on At The Diner, but also is just a general running shit guy for GGR. <laughs> like, helps run the um, the Facebook group. Uh, does a lot of uh, a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well. Um, an integral part of our GGR community. But um, BJ, tell us a little bit about yourself, man, because you do a lot of really really cool stuff outside of uh, FedCon with Mariah and I. Um, sure. Um, <clears throat> on the spot, dude. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 quite all right. Um, say I'm I'm just like um, happy to be happy to be in GGR company with all of y'all because I'm 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 fans of, of of all of your works. Um, Rambo, I think I like everything you post. Um, oh, thanks, man. So <laughs> yeah, happy too. It's it's great to like ah face to the name, um, but yeah no I um outside of, of FedCon stuff um I I'm a bit of a workaholic and a musician um I'm a choir director at a church that's where I was coming from today, um I have a music studio and do like voice lessons and music directing for theater companies run a theater company group called Loudfridge Theater Group. Um, and then I do a lot of just like community conversation work uh, with a platform I have called Tough Talk that's about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, um, which is pretty much what it says. Um, but uh, aside from all of that, I'm also a huge music geek, uh, especially. Um, and then, yeah, I get to, to nerd out on uh, FedCon with uh, Mariah uh, 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 on a regular basis. Um, well, the three of us now uh, get to do it on a regular basis, Brian Mike. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give you a big shout out too, man. So BJ kind of undersold the abilities and skills that he has because he had a one man show. Um, the pandemic musical that you did was was a fucking delight, dude. Like that was so that was so much fun. Um, he he composed and sang and played the um, the intro song to FedCon that that we use that Mariah uses for the podcast. Like he is a talented dude. We are lucky to have him with us. Don't you also host a show on PBS and like you didn't even mention this? Like I'm so bad at talking about myself. <laughs> this is why I never do it because it's like oh yeah, yeah. I do this too and I do that like yeah I compose a lot when I can. I like composing, so I composed our FedCon theme. Um, I host a TV show in San Diego uh, called KPBS Arts, and it's just all about arts and culture, and we cover everything from food to theater to fashion to travel, um, uh, and that kind of just, <clears throat> it's one of the PBS affiliates, so we kind of just like share stories and get to cover things from across the country. Um, and then, and then, yeah, like I, I mean, I, I, again, I'm a music geek in my own right. I, I wrote a musical, um, cause that was what was the productive thing to do with my pandem pandemic time. Um, it's a bunch of Hamilton songs and a few other like Sondheim pieces, uh, all parodied to be about everything from not sleeping to binge online shopping to just trying to get like access to testing back in April and stuff. Um, and yeah, it went well enough that now it's going to New Zealand in a couple of months. Oh um, shit! So it's uh, it's gonna be an international one person show uh, that I I have to start like boasting about. I guess. <laughs> That's fucking dope, man. It's not boasting. It's telling the truth, man. It is it's outstanding, yeah. and it's still just, you deserve it's weird. it. It's still just weird. I think <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. But us artsy folks are fucking garbage at self promotion. Um, because <laughs> you know, you know, one, we're our own worst critics. Um, and two, the assumption is like, well, you know, I mean, there's so many other people that are so much better than me and, and working so much harder and doing all these things. And 
So you don't want to be like, look at what I'm doing. Fuck y'all. Um, and yeah. really, it's just, yeah. you know, like, like Ryan said, there's there's nothing boastful about saying, hey, the one-man show that I that I did has uh, gotten successful enough that I'm going to take it to, to New Zealand. So we're going to be playing in, you know, like Auckland and doing this and this and this. Um, yeah, that's just, that's just a statement of fact. Yeah. Now, if you were like, <laughs> you know, that thing I made, it blew the fuck up because uh, of course it did and now it's international so if you are lucky enough to be in that country maybe you'll get to see it i don't know uh and if not uh, uh i'm sure when it goes to broadway you'll be able to catch it then <laughs> <laughs> someday I, i'll get there you know i'll get that absolutely <laughs> i meant but... go ahead no you go ahead bj uh, I was going to say, I had, um, with my theater company, I had to do, um, we had a donor event last week. How'd it go? It went pretty well. Um, it went pretty well overall, which was cool, but it, it was the, oh, okay, I have to talk to these people, like, they have a lot of money, and, like, talking about a lot of money is not a big deal, and it was the, like, we need to, we need to be boastful of everything, and, and almost, like, nonchalant at the same time, and, and we did it, and we raised a lot of money, and then, like, I had to take a shower after, because I felt real gross, but... But I'm so proud of you, BJ. Served his purpose, so good job, was, bud. Yeah, that's awesome. Good practice in it. Yeah, you've been working so hard for that art scene in San Diego. I'm really happy for you. Well, it it's needed the work. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone's got to do it. <laughs> I met BJ on Tough Talk because I was looking for a place to talk about all the shenanigans happening in our country for such a long time, and his was the perfect place to talk honestly and openly, and not just yeah. talk, but like actually listen. So um, I learned a lot and I'm very grateful to you, BJ. So if anyone wants that kind of space where they can really learn and learn to listen and shut up because someone talks too much, um, Tough Talk is a really cool place. Yeah, I'll get, I'm, I'm gonna get some sessions going again. Um, I think I'm gonna wait till the new year to just give myself a little rest, but I'll, I'll be sure to uh, post them in a GGR for people to see. Yeah, it's yeah. it's something that like I considered myself incredibly fortunate and and a huge shout out to Mariah as well for kind of connecting BJ with us and GGR like BJ and I have had conversations where I'm like, dude, you're so fucking talented and I want to find some way that we can work together and have you as part of the GGR family. I just don't know what because you're good at everything. <laughs> and like it's it's just so cool. Like I'm, th this is the big thing. Cause I, again, I know that some people are going to be pressed for time and I don't want to like, not, I want to make sure that I say this before anybody leaves, but like for such a long time, GGR was felt like a one man show. Like it had this, like people would look at it and they'd be like, Oh, Hey, your website's so cool. And like, you know, it's cool that you have other people writing and I'm like, ha, other people. Yeah. <laughs> ha. And it was mostly just me. And like, now it's a family now we have people involved that it, and it just I, I i every single time i look at this and i think about the stuff that's going on i'm just incredibly fortunate and like thankful that like there's other people that kind of see the vision and see what we're trying to do and that they want to be involved in it as well and that we keep finding more people that are like yeah this is dope i want to do this shit too and like the fact that like every single time i've thought like oh no something this isn't gonna work people grab pick up the pack man it's and, and run with it like a perfect example is is russ i'm not going to go into all the details but i wanted to give a shout out to russ as somebody who's never hosted his own podcast who's never edited his own podcast who's never done any of that 
like a situation came up and he needed to and he figured it out man he asked for help me and mc helped him out i know that everybody in the group helped him out as well but he ended up doing almost 90 percent of the work himself and like that's just incredibly impressive because that's not something that i can like teach somebody that's not something i can say like hey you need to do this like you got to have the fire within yourself so shout out to you russ man that was that was awesome but like also like shout out to mariah for like going from zero to like one like zero to warp speed because like from never editing your own podcast to creating a playcast to consistently editing your own podcast to having everything done and ready for it like to to scoring an interview with one of the major players in the sandman um series like that's that's like i couldn't be more proud of you guys like that's so that's so cool to like have this uh sorry like (laughs) it's just it's so cool to have a family with this and like to have other people who get just as excited about this nerdy shit as i do like and like it's the same thing with with rambo was trying to he was doing the the humble brag the other day and it was adorable because he was just like well i don't even know that much about the sandman and then i start talking about it and i'm like oh i do (laughs) (laughs) to his credit like that's what he does is like he's he's never like boastful about it he's not like i'm a fucking brilliant genius and i know everything and it, you'll just be like hey man i need to know about this thing and you're like oh yeah and he spits out like 55 things he's like but i'm not an expert and you're like I mean, you kind of are like it's I, I i love i love that this is what it is now so thank all of you guys i i ramble as you all know um so if this went about five minutes longer than it probably should have then i apologize but like this is the main reason why I wanted to have everybody together. Well, that and like, if if we could have made this a thing where we were all physically in the same spot, you know, we have drinks and food and all that fun stuff. And maybe one day we will. Um, but thank you guys. Like, I, I really, truly appreciate all the hard work that everybody brings to this. But honestly, just like that, that camaraderie, that like like-mindedness that we all share. I just thank you guys all for that. Thanks for the platform, man. Yeah, yeah man. absolutely. Exactly. That's what I do in this whole situation is pretty it's amazing and your your passion is undeniable and you know those there's not enough that one can say and you're usually the one that's always out there hyping every being the hype man for everybody and talking about how great everyone oh my god you guys are you know I love this family but I mean you're you're the glue that holds the whole thing together dude so don't shortchange yourself either well thank you yeah BJ yeah have you ever worked retail we were talking about it before you arrived did you ever get the opportunity to work retail Retail was my first stage. Um, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is to say, um, I worked at the Disney store. um, Ah. And the Disney store was still a thing um, in the the, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And um, when you were hired on, your official job title was a cast member. And the actual main area of the store was on stage. A stage, yeah. And, you know, everything else was backstage. Um, so it really was like this this whole, you know, sell you on, like bring your personality, bring bring that flair, that Disney magic to it. Um, you know, and when you give that to a kid who was already doing musical theater and talent shows and like starting the swing dancing club in middle school, 
um, it, it was literally a stage for me. I was constantly at the front of the store with a broom singing, like whatever was playing on the videotapes. If it was, if it was, I don't know, like Backstreet Boys songs and I was like doing my interpretation of it. And our store was perfectly in the middle of the food court. So I really felt like, like I could just perform. Um, yeah. That's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see tapes. <laughs> There's, I mean, I, I'm sure I've got a VHS somewhere um, because I, I, like I used to just do it all the time and it was like, I loved it. Um, and I think there was at least one time that my parents kind of, they say surprise and I guess I still call it surprise. They, they, they I don't know, they snuck up and we're at the mall. I don't know what they were doing. They might've just been there from a gimmick with me, but they definitely had the camcorder. Um, and at one point I'm like doing something at the front and I'm just like looking out. And then like, I realize my mom and dad are walking towards me with a camera in hand. And, and it was like child of stage fright that like I stopped and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I was, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> you. So there are tapes. <laughs> there's 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 something somewhere you know see i was the exact opposite like when somebody's like oh we're recording you oh who me oh like i would yeah no i would turn it on even more like uh at the at the day job um they would every now and then like members of management would like listen to your calls that you were taking and like live listen to your calls and like a supervisor would message me and be like hey we're listening to your call right now and i'm like oh are you well, aren't you in for a treat? And we just turn it up. Like I but... am the treat. Exactly. <laughs> it, yes, that it's like you were there. So I wanted to, well, I wanted to play a little bit of a game here, guys, because games are fun, right? Let's play a game. Uh, I'm going to play, we're going to play uh, Holiday Would You Rather. We're going to start with Russ. <laughs> um, okay, okay, Russ, you ready for this one? Sure, I'm ready. Would you would you rather have to loudly sing the chorus of Jingle Bells every time you walk into a room for a week or have to wear a Santa suit to work every day for a week? Ooh, would you rather? I would rather do neither of those things, but... <laughs> That's not how the game is played, sir. I know, I know. Yeah, Russ. Um, I think it'd be... I, I could definitely get away with the work one a lot easier with my, with my current job, so... Uh, I would probably I would choose the Santa suit for sure because any room I would walk into singing Jingle Bells that could just be a problem <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> People start throwing things at you. Like, <laughs> you have yeah. to dodge. Yeah, but like I could just I think it'd be there's be some really funny video content of me crawling through cars cleaning them out while I'm in my Santa suit. I think it'd be pretty hilarious. So, <laughs> oh, I work at Enterprise, so just as a. Uh, that made, so that comment makes more sense. So yes, there you go. Thank you. Because <laughs> otherwise, it sounds like you're. At, you know, it sounds like so many things. I'm not going to even go there. I mean, if he's got look, look, the perfect way to rob people's cars is to dress like Santa, because they'd be like, "Oh, look, Santa's in my car. He's leaving a present." <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> hey, do Rambo next. while singing Jingle Bells. That that might. You know, <laughs> and I cut do I cut it all in half if I do both at the same time? Can I do like half a week and then I get to do both? There we go. I don't know. What do you think, judges? Are, are we are we okay with this? No. 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 <laughs> no. All right, Santa suit then. What it's we got not. This? It's would you rather not? Can I do? <laughs> Mother, may I? Yeah. Mother, may. Russ, this isn't Vietnam. There are rules. Oh, um, oh, and oh, shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rambo. Uh, we're gonna go with you next, bud. You ready? For... Sure, same question, or where you? No, I'm gonna you, give uh, you some. You get something different. You get something sounds special. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's get you a good one. 
Because my first question was going to be, can I wash the Santa suit between wearings? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ooh, that's a really important logistical question. And Same it, funk every day. Does it include a fucking giant polyester beard? Because that would be hands down the most unpleasant part of that. Yeah, I've, so I've, I've, yeah. I've done the Santa, not that I want to interrupt this again, but uh, I have had to do the Santa suit thing. I've, I've uh, The Y I used to work at, I was the, uh, I was the de facto Santa because... Of course I was, <laughs> but yeah, that is that is definitely. But he's right. The worst part of that is the beard. This is a good one, Rambo. Would you rather have Christmas tree tinsel for hair or fingernails that light up like Christmas lights? What? <laughs> and this isn't like there's not like a time period on this. This is just like, oh no, this is your body. This is your life. This is this <laughs> is the new this is the new normal. Like. <laughs> <laughs> sex fingernails <laughs> he's actually checking his nails right now <laughs> well i keep my hair pretty short and like we're we're about due for a trim so i i think i'd go tinsel yeah i mean honestly i mean it's hard to see in this video but like i'm already kind of tinseled out on the side so <laughs> it wouldn't be too much more different yeah no we're, we're definitely going tinsel hair tinsel hair okay yeah All right. absolutely yeah, and with it being short too, it would be much spikier. It would be, yeah. Anytime you you muscled it, it would make like the rough like the rustling sound too. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's exciting. Would any would anybody choose the Christmas light fingers? I have am questions. I the, am I the only one? Because I would choose that. Yeah. I would right. Choose. What question? What questions do you have? Can I alternate blinking? And is it all like white Christmas lights or is it multicolored? Is it like the big old timey 70s bulbs or like the new <laughs> LED shit? I want see, I want the I want the 70s ones personally. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, let's do this. And they're always on. But not only that, like the old 70s light bulbs, they get hot and like <laughs> dangerous. Like that. <laughs> if we're going to do this, let's go all in. Um See, no, I, I would... my my first the, the primary reason I turned that down is um, I've been in movie theaters where people have Apple watches on and every time they move their wrist their watch lights up. So the idea that I would be this beacon of light in a dark theater, like I'm not part of the problem. I am the core of the problem. <laughs> no. I was like, if I'm in a dark room, though, I'm coming to you, Rambo. You're gonna light the way. That's <laughs> true. Get me yeah. out of there. <laughs> you find this, you find this power a curse, and then one day it's a blessing, and you save us all. <laughs> After perhaps being constantly bullied and made fun of by my peers. Exactly. There would be a song written Russ about just you. Talking cash shit for years. Like, <laughs> What's up there, Glowfingers? How you doing? You're like, just leave me alone. <laughs> so fucking blackout. It's like, oh, I know. Let's find Rambo. So here's one thing I was thinking about this though. Glowfingers, we need you. <laughs> yeah, I was saying you can wear gloves, you can cover your fingers. The problem is like the itching from the tinsel hair. I feel like I would just go nuts. Like I'd be like I well, just have scratch marks all over my head if I had that. So no. possibly, but you I feel like you're thinking of it in terms of like tinsel on your head as opposed to tinsel growing from your head. Well, that was. It sounds way worse. Does the tinsel grow, or is it actual tinsel that, like, once it breaks, that's it? And then I it sticks see it to as everything. being like it's it is your hair. 
Yeah, because like in the spirit of this, like if that was the case, you just rip all the tinsel hair out and then you'd have none and you could just go bald. But like, no, you need that curse of of feeling the tinsel grow through your pores. Like, yeah, it yeah. needs to be a nightmare. Horrible. Horrible. Every day is a waking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah, what, what kind of Christmas lights would you want as fingers? That's that's what I want to know. Or fingernails, uh, I'm sorry, specifically. I think like circa 1980s white lights. I think that would be classy. Oh yeah, well there you go. Yeah, you would go the classy route. See, I yeah. would go. I would go the, the the obnoxious and garish route. So yeah, it's a good I'm move. With you. Like I would go the '80s, but I'd, I'd go the all the colors. I'd want something that has the dial with the twelve settings, and and it might mean a lot of like gloves and just like wraps where my hands are not seen for days. But you know, behold a spectacle when it's time. <laughs> like I'm good with that. The big dramatic removal of the cape as you show your glow fingers, yeah. I'm I'm down for that. I think that that needs to be that. our next playcast. We need to come up with a script called Glow. You know, I was fingers. thinking about that earlier. Yeah, when he was talking about glow fingers, I was thinking this would be the most outrageous and most necessary script we might write. Yes. <laughs> let's, uh, BJ. Let's go with you next, man. Um, let me find a good one. Some of these are just like I feel like they're too easy. What is your definition of easy when it comes to would you rather? Oh, it's like it's like would you rather live in a giant gingerbread house or ride the on the Polar Express? Like the Polar Express because like the, you can't Whoa. live gingerbread no. because no. people die on there. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, this is up for debate. No, no. See now, okay. now I hold on. I, I feel like the, the wrinkle to add there <laughs> is it's not Plot just twist. the Polar Express. It's the Polar Express where everyone looks like the people from the movie, the Polar oh, right. Express. Okay. It's terrifying. Now, the movie Polar Express is very different <laughs> from like, I, like what I would envision the Polar Express to be. Also, like, who's gingerbread house? Is this my envisionment of a gingerbread house? Is this a specific gingerbread house? Is this like, you know, Hansel Gretel leave a witch gingerbread house? Have is you been a... shrunk into a, something like a five-year-old's creation? That's what I was thinking. Yes. Am I a gingerbread I, I, man and is the house made of my flesh or am I made of the housing house. material? Oh, yeah. shit. This is yeah. disgusting now. Yeah, exactly. Am I obligated yeah. to live in this house? If so, what's going to happen when it rains? Yes. Gingerbread is not known for being a particularly structurally sound foodstuff. So there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. And I don't appreciate you asking <laughs> us these fucking questions, Michael, without considering all the factors. Not enough information. Not you just want to skip over this one. This I is, just, this yeah. is a crucial question. I just, I was thinking, I always think of these questions as like, imagine the devil is asking you these questions <laughs> and any good thing that could happen, he would just cackle as he plays his fiddle, it, you yeah, know? It, it's, it's the question of like, it, it's, you're not, you're not, uh, it's not a wish being placed to a genie, right. but it's essentially the same thing. Like, yeah. Wishmaster. Assume dun, dun, dun. that you're, <laughs> I love so much that so many people got that reference in that fucking I love fucking that fucking post. movie. <laughs> it's the best. And the second one, I think, is where the guy's like, I wish he would go fuck himself. And like the genie actually makes it happen. Oh yeah, you see him like, you. See, I think he's uh, being interrogated. I think it's, no, in, it's his in lawyer. Oh, it's his lawyer. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 Totally yeah, derailed. My lawyer, my yeah, he can himself. No, nothing to be sorry about. I was actually yeah. disturbed no, with the portrayal of the guy's like, not that they show it graphically, but like his penis gets so large that it wraps around and fucks himself, and you're not sure if he's enjoying it or uh, not There's enjoying it the, by the, the actress portrayal. 
the way the guy plays it, there's this very much like confused, unsettled <laughs> sort of like, this is g- bad, good, bad, <laughs> bad, good. It was amazing. It's definitely. How do we go? How do we go from gingerbread houses and the Polar Express to giant penises? There's definitely sex happening. Um, <laughs> Power would you rather has? <laughs> There's a whole new meaning to the definitely sex happening. The Polar Express. <laughs> now back to this movie. Um, <laughs> see, now I can't stop thinking about like a horror movie of the Polar Express where you're constantly trying to dodge the dead-eyed children and Tom Hanks uh, and the hot he's, chocolate. Like, Always looking for your ticket. And, yeah, no. That flying just, damn chocolate. Yeah, all over. Like the nightmare that we've all had where like the you show up to school with no clothes, you're on the Polar Express and you can't find your ticket and they very rudely throw you off of the train somewhere in the Arctic with no, because you're in your pajamas, like all the children, all the dead-eyed children, and you would succumb to either hyperthermia or a polar bear or both. Like... Yeah. <laughs> You're not sure if it's uh, the hypothermia or if it's that you've lost so much Christmas spirit you can't hear or see anything. Like, you don't know if your senses are failing or if it's just the joy falling out of your heart. It's... AJ, I'm going to have nightmares now. Thank you so much for summing it all up into this. There it is. This night- that's Thank what the you. whole movie was. He was really it's, slowly dying. Is it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the scene in Point Break where it's like, I'm, I'm cold, man. I'm so cold. It's like, yeah, it's because you're dying. Blood <laughs> <laughs> is leaving your body. Thanks, Santa. Like, I don't know. Wait, this hypothermia are getting eaten by polar bears. Are polar bears is covered in cocaine. We've all seen that trailer, right? The cocaine, <laughs> cocaine bear, yeah. Yes. Have you seen the spoof with the Ewok? Was that posted in our yeah. Facebook? Yeah. No. That was that made me so happy. Thank it's you. It's really well done Photoshop. Like I may have to get it tattooed. Fucking hats <laughs> off to whoever put that together. That is excellently done. I I love that all of these would you rather are supposed to be like these lighthearted fun things. I would want to live in a gingerbread house because I love candy. And we're like, it would be a nightmare that would have no end. Like yeah. it's because we're smart. Think yeah, exactly. about it. We Think live about... in 2020, dang it. We know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> that once you're in your house and you can't leave. Yeah. And now you're, now you're, now you're ahead. your house is edible, but not really because it'll smell delicious, but you can't touch it because it's all glued and all that crap together. Think uh... about the fucking vermin problems. <laughs> have, as, I, I mean, I imagine to some degree we've all lived in places that have had roaches or mice. Yeah. Now and imagine get... your fucking walls are edible to everything. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> On top of that, as someone who works in insurance, you know how hard it would be to insure a home that has gumdrop shingles on its roof? No one's you're, insuring yeah, that. You're fucked. What's the plumbing made of? <laughs> Candy canes. I, I, was, I mean, obviously Twizzlers, Michael. Jesus. <laughs> oh, because they have holes in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and the See, joints are the el- are like on, elbow. Right? Yeah. I know have questions about how this house is made. I Like, this is clearly not the gingerbread house I designed, okay? I, I don't have any gumdrop crap on my gingerbread house. Not in my home. See, my... <laughs> That was very judgmental, fucking, BJ. You darn right it was. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting, real, getting real nimby with this fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't mean to go there, but I'm a bit of a grainist when it comes to my breads, and so my gingerbread <laughs> needs to be very particular. Okay, like, food is different. Food is different. Oh, See, like, like the plumbing, I feel like is 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 fairly obvious. The wiring. What's the wiring in your gingerbread house? 
Mm. I don't think you have any. I think you're living in like you know more of a cabin, free electricity. It's more of a cottage. Yeah. Yeah. It does say house, not cottage. So there is electrical wiring somehow. But what is the most? Okay. What candy or sugar stuff is the most electrically conductive? That's the real question here. Like, Look it up. Google. Google that shit. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> which candy? Fudge. Which candy? We can see conducts electricity. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get put on some sort of watch list now. <laughs> Chocolate has long been a negatively charged human conductor in its raw state. It sits mo- what? Well, wait, <laughs> hold on. No, no. Cause I know in my cars, there's been an issue with like uh, squirrels and stuff getting into like engines, like eating the wire in cars. Cause they're made of something like, mm. uh, like hemp, like hemp or something like that. That's like, so I'm wondering if that's, if that also can do it. I'm wondering if I could do a charge. Fucking Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> There was a study done <laughs> in China. Is there anything Tootsie can't do? That soft candy was discovered. Soft candy, and the, so here's the abstract. I will not read the entire thing. Uh, soft candy was discovered to be an excellent electronic material and was used to fabricate electrodes for salivary, con- salivary conductivity-based diagnostics. Using a simple molding process, a soft candy, a Tootsie Roll, was made into a 20 by 20 by five millimeter electrode with a stable frequency response of 0.1 to 100 kilohertz. Was this for torture? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The soft candy electrode- See, that's why they thought you were a spy, Mariah. Uh, (laughs) Dennis is the first place you went. Was that that like your every third question? (laughs) Is this used for for torture? Yeah. Yeah, this is used for torture? So So, BJ does, but he wasn't here for that. So when I worked at World Market, the weirdest part about that job was my coworker who one day said, Mariah, I can't figure you out. Therefore, you must be a spy. That's unkind. That's also I was, like... I was somewhat flattered, though, because she has to assume a certain amount of intellect and and cleverness and agility um, to be a spy, which I was not displaying at any point during my... I don't know. Roger Moore wasn't very agile as James Bond. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, or or Connery and uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Um, I I think it also, but it, I think it also speaks to the general conceit of this person that they're like, I can't figure out, so you must be a spy. And it's like maybe yes. you don't fucking know me. How about that? <laughs> I bet I'm not trying to be friends with you, Barbara. Jeez. <laughs> Just let me eat my fudge. <laughs> Ryan or Fudge Bucket. So, <laughs> so we've had <laughs> a grand old time. Fuck your fudge. Dave came in in the middle earlier and he said, you know, he basically explained to me he made fudge. And so I left the recording and everything to get this bucket of fudge. It's so much better than that, though, because <laughs> the, we hear the door open and see you turn around and you're like, hey. And he's like, hey. Okay, bye. <laughs> and he goes to turn close the door and, like, and you go, hey, wait a minute. Did you make fudge? And he goes, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And like two minutes go by and she's like, I'm sorry, I have to make fudge. <laughs> you know you wish you had some. I'm I'm adding to the ever growing um awesome band name list that we have. Rise Fudge Bucket. Fudge Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Fudge bucket. Fudge bucket. It's a good name. 
That is a good name. We got some we, man, this is a good list, dude. Oh. I'll use that fudge to conduct the electricity. There yes. we go. Yeah. Yes. So I'll, yeah. I'll use the fudge for Tootsie Roll fudge. Made of Tootsie Roll. I just think the best part about <laughs> it is is like when you're explaining like the actual like dynamics and like construction of the house, it could be like like almost like like an elf explaining it. My whole house is made of candy. But like the flip side is there's a very serious elf who puts on like glasses and like grabs the blueprints and be like, as you can see here, we found that Tootsie Rolls are the best electric conductor that can be used. In fact, great implement for torture as well as our friend Mariah pointed out. And like just going into all the dynamics of it and somebody like jokingly like cutesy being like, do you have gumdrop shingles on your roof? No. That's preposterous. Why would you do that? Like, no. That, what kind of monster are you? Yeah, get the hell out of here. Gosh. Is my, house, is my house a joke to you? Like, Mariah's, they're dots. Mariah's not Mariah's okay. vibe. From now on, you're just. <laughs> I have a little stomach ache now. It's my own fault. Oh, it was totally worth it, though, I'm sure. It was very worth it. And that was just the bucket that he poured out of. So there's also a whole tray of fudge that's been setting up. There's. Outstanding. Happy camper. Let's uh, let's find another uh, would you rather. Mariah, I think it's your turn now, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's find you a wonderful friend here. Did you just say let's find you a wonderful friend here? Yes, as in the question will be your friend. Ah. Ooh, gross. Um, would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather eat your cereal with eggnog instead of milk or eat a candy cane sandwich? Oh, God. <laughs> those are strong flavors. What's the cereal? I've yeah, that's my question. Things. What's the cereal and what's the bread? <laughs> Rambo, I'm thinking that you did the eggnog for milk in your cereal, right? Yes, in fact. Yes. Okay. All right. Is it good? It's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's, it's not an everyday thing. It is a one-time thing. Um, but, I mean, like, point of fact... Uh, yeah, I have a little left. Uh, are you are you drinking eggnog right now? Uh, not right now because it's gone. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have a uh, a quart of the um, what is it? Is it Jim Beam? No, Southern Comfort. The Southern Comfort uh, vanilla spice. Which, if y'all haven't had that, I see PJ nod. He knows what's up. I know. Um, <laughs> Southern Comfort, some of my worst hangovers. We're gonna, we're gonna leave that be. <laughs> Fair enough. My favorite thing. So, so it's, it is delicious. The texture is really good. But my favorite thing about Southern Comfort eggnog is there's a recipe on the side um, that is essentially just like basically like add more cinnamon or whatever. Yeah. But those very let like there's and but there's and there's four different instructions. But the very last one is not phrased the way it should be. Because what it's supposed to read as is pour into glass and enjoy. But what it says is pour in glass and enjoy. How much glass? <laughs> can I can it can it be kind of chunky? Oh um, my god. Like, what's the ratio? And I tweeted this at them and they never responded. Uh so they? the audacity. They should be sued. Audacity. Pour in glass and enjoy. And I noticed this a couple years ago and they have yet to change it. So maybe I'll have to take one for the team. Jane, Rambo. Rambo. Yes. What cereal was it? 
Um, I've done it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> so I, I that's think not a one-time was... thing. <laughs> what are, what, no, it's not an everyday thing. I didn't say uh, it a one-time, but yeah, it's, it's a holiday okay. tradition. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I've done it with uh, uh, with Captain Crunch. Oh um, my god! Oh, it's it's rich. Uh, <laughs> no, go all the way. Um, but if you want to try and counterbalance it, you can do it with like a raisin bran uh, for something that is like much less buttery and and sugary. Um, but yeah, there's no wrong way to 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 do this. Um, there's also no right way to do this. Uh, so do you do there, sir. do you do it with the spiked eggnog? No, I don't drink. So I I it, it's it's there's no rum in anything for me. All so wait, wait a second. So what is the advertisement for Southern Comfort eggnog? Is it not it, spiked? It's just SoCo eggnog. Yeah, it's just SoCo yeah, eggnog. You can just and you can add SoCo to it, but it's just eggnog. That, oh yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what the recipe is on the side. It's like yeah. you the, this is the the ratio of Southern Comfort to add to yeah. the eggnog. Yes, thank you. So yeah. it's a non-alcoholic a eggnog that they sell. Yes. See, that makes sense why it's in the milk case. Yes. And yes. not Okay, all right. I'm tracking now. I don't know why for all of my 41 years, I've assumed that SoCo eggnog is spiked. I mean, it's a fair assumption. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's branded with SoCo, so, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not unreasonable to assume that. Um, and, they, and it's not like, they, you know, like, White Claws exist and shit, so it's it's not like they don't make prepackaged uh, alcoholic stuff. So, right. so, yeah. so, Mike, to answer the question, I'm going to have spiked eggnog with, I think... Check cereal, you know, like the the rice checks, because it'll be a nice balance. Excellent it's gluten idea. free. Yeah. Um, I'll get drunk at eight o'clock in the morning. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. Welcome, Yuli. With that, you know. I know Yuli's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and right literally, on. as he's, he's signing like, oh, on, where <laughs> I have to sign off. Oh, People are like gonna think that you have an issue with Yuli or something, Rambo. Not at all. <laughs> Ulysses Campbell's here? Fuck that. I'm out of here. <laughs> like... Drama, party drama. No, Yuli dearly, but I am already. Six minutes past my uh, stated time. I know. Big golf, and... huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, see you later. Bye, Rambo. Merry uh, Christmas. What, we're, losing, we're, we're losing Rambo. Rambo, yeah. I, I've been showing here, up. I've been here since four, man. Like I gotta go, oh, dude. Sorry, bro. Now I'm hurt. I feel like you're leaving. Oh, Campbell's here. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the slightest. No, I love you dearly. I'm just. I'm just I'm just playing. You know, um, it's just that uh, I won't get the pleasure of your company for the remainder of this time. Is not all for this is. evening, no, but we'll we'll make some time and get together. Yuli's a class act. Okay. There you Absolutely. go. I'm going to hold you to that, Rambo. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, please okay. do. Well, uh, um, but happy holidays to everybody. It was great yeah. talking to folks. PJ, was great meeting you. And uh, yeah, if we don't talk again soon, um, I'm, sure, I mean, I'm sure we will. But uh, if not, uh, y'all take care. Rambo, as always, my man, thank you so much for everything that you do for the website uh, as an admin, but also as a friend. I appreciate you, buddy. I hope you have a great holiday. Hope the move-in and unpacking of the new house goes well for you, bud. It's going, man. Slow and steady, but it's certainly going. All right, right, y'all. Love y'all. Take care. Bye. Bye, bud. Christmas. Mr. Ulysses well, E. Campbell, welcome, welcome to the <laughs> holiday get together. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry that uh, things did not develop. That I could have been here at four o'clock. Um, my that had been my intention, 
and the universe simply conspired against me in my effort to do that. And so, you know. Are you driving? Yes, I am. <laughs> we can hear your turn signal. That's you that's turning. how that's how he committed he is to this though. Is he shows up on his phone for the party. That's that's commitment. Thank you very much, Yuli, for for for, for calling in, bud. Um, we were just kind of yeah. we were we were essentially what this was is it was a chance for all of us to kind of chit chat and talk a little bit because we don't get to see each other or talk to each other as a group very often. But of all of the different podcasts that we have, we now have representation for almost all of them. Um, I wanted you real quick to like, because this is going to go out to um, all the people who are subscribed to the Patreon, but then also we'll do a version of it for uh, for all of uh, all the people. Tell everybody a little bit about Fantastic Forum. Um, so th- you're selling this to us now, man. Tell us why they should listen to Fantastic Forum, why they should subscribe, how they can listen on Saturdays at 4 on WERA-FM. <laughs> oh, boy, marketing opportunity. I love this. Well, thank you for the impromptu plug, Mike Lunsford. And Fantastic Forum is a program about comic books, science fiction, fantasy, horror fandom. The reason anybody should listen to it is because of the passion and the commitment of the host and the panelists. We will take deep dives into those subjects that you love and sometimes we'll show you things that you might not have been aware of, uh, have interviews with people that you love and would like to learn more about and get really into all of this stuff to where you leave enriched and invigorated from each and every episode. And at an hour a pop, it's a minimal kind of commitment. Yuli, I want to. I have a question for you because I am. Um, yes. I just want to. First off, I want to state that not only is Mr. Ulysses E. Campbell the uh, producer for Fantastic Forum in both its television state and its radio state, uh, he is also an actor. Um, I, what What was the 2021 movie Clowns? Because I have not heard of this, and I, and I don't think we've spoken of it, but I see it in your bio on IMDb, and I want to know more about clowns. <laughs> Tell me about this project. <laughs> Mike, you really don't. <laughs> Trust me, you really don't. Um, you know, I well, uh, I, hey, okay. <laughs> since you asked, and since it is in the forefront of my mind, because... I was just communicating with the uh, producer director of Clowns uh, only a couple of days ago. Um, you know, Clowns is a movie, and it's funny because uh, the Clowns and uh, another film by this same producer um, were sort of my introduction to um, to my modern career in uh, acting. Somebody who reached out to me uh, back in 2011, a friend of a friend uh, who was going to be working on this project, and they asked me if I could participate. And I said, hey, you know, uh, why not? It sounds like it might be fun. And so uh, I, um, I accepted a position behind the camera, 
and um, you know was involved with organizing some of the details of the production and uh, regrettably that particular film uh, was not completed um, what happened was uh, one day while we were on set someone showed up who had worked on the previous project that this particular producer director had been doing and warned us all they said this guy is bad news none of us got paid on his last job and you all are going to regret working with him and as you might imagine it caused quite a stir and so uh people started asking about payment and a number of other things and uh, did not receive satisfactory answers and uh, production shut down rather suddenly on that particular project so um i mean i ended up getting some money but uh, i didn't get all my money so anyway i had put it aside and uh, went on with my life and a few months later the same friend of a friend shows up with the remainder of the money i was owed for that first project and looking to entice me to work on yet another project so I thought, well, he's paying me for this. Uh, in fact, as soon as he left my house, I ran to the bank to cash the check to make sure everything was good. It cleared, and so I signed up for another round with this particular producer. Well, um, we were shooting that, that, and that was clowns. So uh, we were working on clowns for uh, about two and a half weeks. a very arduous kind of production schedule when the production insurance ran out uh we concluded that shoot there were still some pickup scenes that were needed and uh for the next few years i watched as uh, you know because that clowns 2021 yeah originally it was clowns 2011 and then it was clowns 2012 and then it was clowns 2015 And it was clowns 2015 up until it was clowns 2021. <laughs> so and uh, they just had the screening yeah a couple uh, like last month it, it got it got 5 out of 5 star it, it's 5.5 out of 10 stars on IMDb and 44 reviews so it's it's not horrible apparently and listen listen I want I want you guys to hear the the premise of this Clowns is a tale of revenge of a filmmaker turned serial killer who hunts down and captures the key individuals in his life responsible for his downward spiral. <laughs> yes. Uh and I have to tell you, apparently it's a semi-autograph autobiographical that's, story. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like this sounds like this hits home, dude. Like and you signed up for it. Um I I bring yeah, this Well the guy hey the guy had money in hand. Well I mean what can I tell you? <laughs> money, money spends all the same dude. Um I wanted to point out that like you you have a pretty awesome resume here of some shows. So uh Veep, you were in Veep. Uh you were in yes. House of Cards, you were in Captain America the Winter Soldier, you were in Homeland, you were in We Own This City. Um my personal favorite though is Nightmare Next Door. um which i've seen i've seen both episodes that you were in where yuli plays a uh, murderer um in fact has one only woman in one episode oh, only, only in one, one episode. episode okay i'm a murderer yeah okay okay <laughs> very important 
Okay. I'm only the murderer in one episode. It's it's so hard seeing him as a murderer because I know him outside of the podcasting, and I know him like in <laughs> like we've we've gone to lunch, we've hung out, like and like seeing him as a murderer and having a police officer interrogate him and him being like in his Yuli voice, being like, "Well, uh, I I've never seen the person before, and I don't know who you're speaking of," and I'm like, "He killed her! I know he killed her!" Like. <laughs> And like my my wife and I made a point of like watching these episodes because um, they were on I want to say like Lifetime or something like that we were able to find uh, both the episodes of a Nightmare Next Door that you were prominently featured in. Yes. <laughs> I yes. Well, I don't I don't yeah. mean to bring these things up to bust your chops, man. I'm honestly I'm jealous. I think it's really really cool that you get to do these things. I I, I get to live vicariously through you as I hear you talk about like oh I've got to be on set at this time and I'm like that's so cool. Like and you get to work with these people. You got to play the mayor of Baltimore in We Own This City. Like how or the police well, chief? I, I, you were the police chief. I'm sorry. They, well, police commissioner. Yeah, commissioner. Police yeah. commissioner. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's. Hey, I mean, hey friends, well, I gotta, I gotta jet out. I gotta give my son his room back. Um, I'm sorry, MC. You just came in, and I'm like leaving. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing what Rambo did earlier, but uh, Mariah, before you leave, first off, I hope you enjoyed the bowl of fudge. Secondly, um, give everybody a, a, a quick plug here for FedCon. T- tell everybody about FedCon, about some of your other projects, and then, and then obviously, um, enjoy your evening, and I hope, hopefully, your son enjoys his room back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I host FedCon and BJ and Mike are my regular panelists. And it's a podcast about Star Trek in all of its uh, great glory, I guess. You know, parts we love, parts we can't stand. We talk about it all. And um, also started a Sandman series for which uh, Rambo was my comic book um, guru. And then I got to uh, interview one of the actors on it, which is very exciting. So I'm hoping to do more of that. So check that out um, at greatgeekrefuge.com. Woo! Thank you, Mariah. Yeah. Merry Um, Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas, Mariah. Hopefully you don't have a stomachache from all the fudge. I'm going to eat more, so I think it's bound to happen. (laughs) Why wouldn't you, right? Yeah. Right. All right. See (laughs) y'all. Bye, Mariah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, because uh, we've got a chance to talk to Mariah. We got a chance to hear a little bit uh, from Yuli as well. Um, Russ, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing, man. Tell us about the Gamer Den. Tell us about um, what you got going on. Um, I know this is new to you um, because of uh, uh, circumstances beyond our control. Uh, you were thrust into not only the host role of this, but executive producer of this show. <laughs> um, so kind of tell me where, where you're at with this, man. Like what's going on? Um, sure. So uh, so obviously we haven't had an episode in a little bit. Um, I'm actually, I have a friend of mine I've been trying to, because I think he and I would do really well as uh with our i think our voices will match mesh pretty well uh and we have a lot of very fun i think uh banter and commentary so he is also for those who don't know uh i'm an avid uh, salsa dancer that's my big hobby and uh know him through that and uh so but he's on he's doing competitions and stuff this this past week and been trying to get schedules and stuff organized so the other the challenge with doing this all solo now is i used to have when you have a second person to kind of help with like ideas for shows and timing and all that so that's been the challenge is i've wanted to get back to a bi-weekly schedule and i think that will be able to happen after the new year hits but anyway i host a podcast called the gamer den where we chat about all things gaming um 
usually try to go over like current events, things coming out. Cause there's always new things happen in the world of video games. Uh, usually I try to have some kind of fun or interesting uh, topic to talk about with all of my absolutely ridiculous takes and uh, try a little bit of fun and mix and ha- make people laugh. So that's, uh, that's generally my, 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 I think that's probably the best way to succinctly describe the gamer then. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, you have became... not listened, you became our um, our video game one of our video game experts because MC is uh, does some streaming on uh, the GGR YouTube channel that we have from time to time. Yep. Um, Starting up next year. There we Starting go, man. Next year. There we there go. go. Um, just seeing like that because gaming was something that was really underserved on the website, and like really seeing you grab the ball and run with that has been awesome. Um, again, like with with running the podcast now too, it's just been cool seeing you kind of pick up. Um, where you guys left off from before, but um, as, as I try to make a point of making sure that everybody knows like how much I appreciate the hard work that you put into this, man. So I appreciate how hard you're working to try to learn essentially a brand new craft when it comes to audio editing and recording and all that stuff. So I appreciate you, bud. Oh, thank you. No, yep. it's been it's been fun. It's been fun to try to put that hat, hat on, and that was kind of why I didn't do things initially. Is I, I you know I wanted the I wanted to, I like the podcast thing. Um, a lot of my friends are like do the Twitch and YouTube sphere, and that's where I, you know, I've I've seen a lot of that go. But I'm also not the kind of guy that can sit in front of a computer and edit for eight hours, and that's a lot of time if you're recording and streaming. And, and I didn't want to do that. So, um, but uh, podcasting seemed like a good thing. But uh, you know, my big thing was like I really don't want to edit. I really don't want to do any of that kind of stuff. I'll I'll be a voice. I'll be a guy, and then I could disappear. And now I'm I'm like trying to learn how to do the other stuff and it was actually it's not too bad not too bad and it also helps when you have good conversation with great people uh it makes it easy to to not have to edit, do very much at all so <laughs> that's that's usually the goal not don't have to work very hard but no exactly. man it's fun it's been fun thanks for uh, i appreciate the opportunity to have a platform so thank you for uh allowing me to join in and uh continue to be my ridiculous self online so <laughs> yeah but um since MC has just joined us, uh, Mr. Brooks, uh, let me introduce you. you. Yeah, I know you know Russ. I know you know Yuli. Um, but uh, I, you've, this is the first. I'm so excited because MC and BJ, I feel like you you guys are going to become fast friends. And the reason why is because both of you are incredibly talented musicians in your own right. Um, oh. And like this is the first time we're getting to meet the, the have two separate pot it's like it's like it's like the crossover episodes that they have when the when the dc uh stuff on on wb was actually good like when you had the arrow and you had flash and you had batwoman like all of them coming together now we're crossing over it's a crossover episode it's so exciting and that's cosmo you can oh yeah this is yeah also making his uh podcast appearance yeah (laughs) cosmo has to be there of course yeah um but yeah, MC. So this is you were like the missing link, and I'm so glad you showed up because now we yeah. have ev- we have every single podcast on our network represented. Like yeah. every single person that's on the net, like on the network, has representation. BJ's here for FedCon. I'm here for for Mike on the mic. Um, we're both here for uh, at the diner. Uh, Russ for the Gamer Den. Yuli for uh, Fed, uh, for um, Fantastic Forum, and then you with. Um, the overflow, but also with um, with post game our sports, yeah, with our sports podcast, man. Um, for the, I mean, like, I feel like, kind of give me 
this is for anybody who listens to at the diner who subscribes to our podcast that sort of stuff but has never actually listened to your podcasts like <laughs> tell them a little bit about the overflow a little bit about uh post game and like why they should tune in and uh check out what you're doing on your solo stuff okay yeah um so overflow uh is essentially i mean this is going to be not uh, probably not not as uh, not not a super exciting answer but it's really just the form for me to talk about all the dope nerd shit that i like and that's pretty that's that's pretty much where it stops like whether it's the most recent anime i binged whether it's a, a game that i i recently um i recently finished or i'm in the middle of playing or whether there's just like a, a an interesting topic from somewhere within the community that I feel is worthy of discussion. Um, I have a lot of opinions on the on a lot of different things. And, you know, I, I don't often see my viewpoint represented whenever conversations end up happening because I'm I'm very big on YouTube. I it is probably the service I use the most. And for those who wonder, yeah, like I pay for YouTube. The way other people pay for Netflix and Hulu and all that. I pay for YouTube because I use it more than anything because I, I really like watching a lot. Of, I was watching a long form video before I remembered I was supposed to be here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> just calling yourself out, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, have a, I have a lot of different opinions. And I mean, most notably this year in particular, I really wanted to highlight a lot of the because we don't do a lot of anime content here. So I really did want to talk uh, or try to focus in more on it uh this year with episodes that i that i was that i was doing um simply because you know there was an outlet uh or excuse me there was an opening for it and you know it's been a really good year for stuff and um while last year i opted not to do it because it was kind of my or the last two years i didn't want to do it because it was kind of like my outlet from you know everything going on with the pandemic um now i'm just like there's so much cool stuff and like i really like I, I I hope to be someone's gateway to get into anime if they've never watched it before, or if if there's stuff out that isn't getting uh, that they're not seeing anyone really talk about it, or or um, aren't aren't seeing anything or it being brought up ever. Whenever people talk about the best stuff, I, I generally want to kind of highlight that stuff also. So uh it's really the overflow is really just a hodgepodge of just the different stuff that i'm into like um if you if you listen to at the diner you know i'm the, the biggest sonic person here that is my fandom i will i i have a, yeah i can you know when people ask that question of you know what can you do a two-hour presentation with no prep i can talk about sonic for two hours that that is that is a guarantee um, so yeah, I talk about that on there. Anime, I literally just kind of run the gamut. Whatever is crossing, like whatever I'm interested in, and I feel like I have something to talk about. That is going to be my my outlet for it. Now with post game, it's the same thing, but with a sports focus. And I wanted to get I, with post game. I I want to get away from doing what I think every other sports podcast does, which is simply just talking about the oh this per this team won this team lost this person had 300 yards this person did all that like i i don't want to like uh, there are a million people you can go to for that so i i i, I want to do less of less of that type of stuff and do more stuff that talks about interesting things happening in sports or just major sports topics um 
of the time. Like, for example, there's an episode coming out this week where I talk about Deion Sanders and everything surrounding his decision to leave uh, Jackson State. And then also um, the awful response, and I'm sad that it's awful, but the awful response I'm seeing to Brittany Griner being uh, being brought home also. And I really just, the, these are things that I are, I'm passionate about because they, they lie at intersections with other things that I care about, like talking about race um, and, and, and gender and so on and so forth. So I, I want to cover that. I want to use post game as a form to talk about more about stuff more along those lines than just, you know, who's going to make the playoffs. What do, you know, what, how, why do I feel about this matchup, you know, next yeah. week or whatever the case may be. That's, and the reason why I want to, and then thank you for talking about both of those, man. Um, but with post game, the reason why we did it in the first place is for for anybody who's kind of unfamiliar, because like a lot of people who are into the geeky nerdy stuff are like, "Ew, sports ball," and you'll hear stuff like that. Um, GGR was found on the premise of you can be geeky and nerdy about anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be music. It can be sports. It can be food. It can be comic books, video games, whatever it is. And that this is the place for you. And we're going to try to find somebody who is an expert or is super passionate about that thing. Anime, as, as you mentioned, was underserved. Yeah. Like I mentioned video games were kind of underserved before Russ started doing the Gamer Den. And like with sports like like you said there's so many like talking heads out there who are like well oh, here's my hot take and this team is not going to make the playoff nobody cares like that that's what's more interesting to me is the behind the scenes stuff the fact that like we just found out that the owner of the washington commanders dan snyder not only was integrally uh intro he was very i can't even say the word right he was integral Integral. integral. He was integral in yeah. the sexual harassment and sexual assault that was going on in that team. And then not only that, that the NFL at large, all the other owners and the commissioner all knew about it and tried to cover it up. And like, that's yep. the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Cause I don't care what the score yep. of the game is at this point. Like I want to know about all this other stuff because that's more interesting to me. And that's what I get more geeky about is all this behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, and we have an episode that we're gonna, we're going to do an episode on that also. Uh, me, me, and you, and um, part of me like one of the, one of the things I'm trying I'm trying to get a, a lawyer friend of mine on because I really would like to talk about some of the legal implications. Yeah, of of this with, with as far as like Dan and team ownership in the NFL, but uh, you know I'm still trying to work around their schedule to see when they'd be able to potentially uh, come on to talk about it. But yeah, like that's. Yeah, that's like I mean, like I'm I like I, I'm watching sports right now. Like it's on one of my TVs. That's why I keep looking over to the right. Uh, for those of you, well, most none of you will actually see this, but I've been peering <laughs> over to the right because I'm because I have a uh, I have red zone on on my TV. Like I do care about it, but like that stuff is already covered. You know, like people are already doing hot takes about this this or that. And and here's the other thing too. If I if you are going to see me do stuff like that, then it's going to be about some of the sports that don't get as much coverage. Like, for example, the WNBA. I watch the WNBA more than I watch the NBA at this point. And it's not even because I think the NBA is bad. But when you actually tune in and you watch the WNBA, and you see like, oh, this is like this is like this is a whole market. And th these there are a ton of really good teams and superstar players. And people are literally not watching partially because they're women, but also because the sports media at large 
does not give it the promotion. And what we've seen, I wish I could find the article that I read about this, but the NBA was at a similar, was before they started striking all these major um, uh, TV distribution deals, was at a very similar point about 30 or 40 years ago where people didn't know if this league was actually going to survive. And then yeah. once, 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 uh, once, once it started getting covered more, um, all of a sudden, the NBA is now you're now that is now full of household names. It's how you get to learn who players are and about store major storylines, and you get to care about the people, the, the the people playing. And like the WNBA gets like less than one percent coverage across all the major uh, major networks: ESPN, FS1, Fox Sports, uh, not Fox Sports, um, CBS Sports, so on and so forth. So like. I would probably t- I, I'm planning on doing more WNBA coverage this upcoming season because that is something that is criminally underrepresented. And I had a blast watching this this past season, going to check out the Mystics new stadium, so on and so forth. So post game, will we'll, we will do stuff like that? But you know, I, I wanted to, if I can do some good with it, it would it would be another outlet in which these these uh these sports like the WNBA or the um WNFC which is the 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 uh the women's uh, football conference um um which which looks like it's going to be they they actually just got a um a distribution deal for their championship game to be played on uh ESPN2 this year oh nice which or next year next year excuse me which is like oh that's that's awesome that is that is awesome news so like yeah, we'll do stuff like that, but just for some of the lesser known sports, the sports that don't seem to get as covered as covered. But when it comes to most of the the major stuff, yeah, we're gonna stray away from just talking about well, who's gonna make the playoffs and you know should this should they get rid of this player or whatever the case may be, and really try to tell or have interesting conversations that are often not had by the larger sports media. So I want to include you because I know you're a big fan of would you rathers um but i also want to make sure mr (laughs) Mr. ulysses e campbell is included this as well we have some holiday themed would you rather questions uh we'll start with uh, mr campbell and then we're going to go to mc um yuli you have to choose one of these would you rather have a job wrapping presents at the mall or having a job taking pictures of children sitting on santa's lap oh um I think I'd rather have a job wrapping presents on this Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I got to tell you that that that's a tough one, <laughs> but ultimately I I think there would be less stress involved in wrapping the presents. And I you should know, I'm not a particularly great present wrapper. <laughs> Much better <laughs> photographer than I am a present wrapper. <laughs> but you would still rather wrap the presents than deal with the kids and take yes. pictures. I would still rather wrap the present. And if you were saying just taking pictures of kids, but taking pictures on Santa's lap, that seems fraught with peril. Oh yeah. yeah. I just I've never understood that either. Like why why is it that people are so in like incensed in here here child sit on a stranger's lap and take a picture? Like it's just I understand the the symbology with Santa, but like I I'm not gonna here kid 
go sit on this random weirdo's lap. Like, no, no thanks. Like, because it it almost always feels like it's more for the parent than for the child. Like, I I don't, yeah, I don't feel like no kid is like I. I No kid is like, oh, I want to go to the mall today and sit on Santa's lap. And if a child did say that, then yeah, if a child did say that to me, I think we might need to have a conversation about like why, like why is that what you're choosing? MC, I I absolutely think you're on to something because, you know, speaking, you know, and I can't speak for any other parents, but, you know, uh, there's a lot of, especially with the holidays, a lot of nostalgia Mm -hmm. involved. And, you know, some of the things that we did or that were meaningful for us, um, you know, we're, we're trying to relive that. I mean, in some cases, at the expense of our kids and their mental health you know yeah. i mean and you think it's cute and it's great and all of that but it's really it's really more about you and what you want than what the child wants yeah a hundred percent agreed absolutely 100%. I'm, I'm i'm in agreement with yuli on this yeah i mean one the introvert in me is like yes i will happily wrap presents rather than be forced to interact with other people over <laughs> like an eight hour period that's on just on that's just on the on the yeah. front end but yeah, like just, I don't know. Like I'm, I feel like my hands would get tired of wrapping presents, but I would still much rather deal that do deal with that than have forced interactions. And like if you know, like you're gonna run across difficult kids, probably difficult parents as well. And having worked in customer service, no, I'm just no. <laughs> I would rather not. All right, I got one for you, MC. Um, and let me tell you, like, we had a question about would you rather live in a giant gingerbread house or ride the Polar Express that got really, really dark earlier. Um, so you'll have to listen I'm to curious. you'll yeah, have I'm to listen curious. to that one and hear it. <laughs> um, everybody knows what my answer to this question would be, but I'm curious what yours would be. Would you rather be at home on Christmas and get lots of presents or go to Disney World for Christmas and not get any presents? Oh, yeah, I'm staying home. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no shade to Disney World. I'm sure it's yeah. awesome. I had a good time the one time in life that I went. Yeah. But uh, you know, all my stuff is there and you're giving me more stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that any day. I don't have to put on pants. I can be warm <laughs> and inside. Like I'm just saying it, it's Orlando, so it's gonna be like 70, 80 degrees on Christmas Day. So this is true, but you know what I don't have to deal with at home? Florida man. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. There, yeah. yeah, there's I'm, that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with. I'm okay with not uh, potentially yeah. running across Florida man. Yeah, they're not. They're Florida man interactions in Disney World are few and far between, for the most part. From my experience, the only time that we good you have to get there yes that's, that's true you, like, you have, you have to and get there. we found out that there was a del taco in orlando and we were like there's no del tacos here we gotta go right and we had a florida man experience at the del taco <laughs> and it was like it was wild like so we're, unfortunate. we're sitting there eating these cheap <laughs> they were cheap tacos they were like a buck it was like dollar taco day and i was like this is dope and like me and sandy and jacks are enjoying our cheap tacos very very much and this moderately crazy person comes in and is yelling and screaming and he's like and the guy said that I couldn't have my food in the drive-thru and he called me this word and he called me that and I'm a, I'm came in here to tell him that he's this word and me and Sandy and Jax are all watching this and we're like oh, it is Florida man he is really does exist it was like a Santa Claus moment like we got to see him in real life 
That's rough. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. You were um, the Florida man. Wait, wait. Before we go on, have you ever done that game where it's like type in uh, like your birthday and Florida man in Google and see what thing comes up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I used to do this with my employees at work all the time. <laughs> like, as a matter of fact, you know what? I think that that's a great way to close this Christmas podcast. Yuli, I know it's in, it's August, right? Is when your birthday is? Uh, no. It isn't. I'm sorry. Why did I think August? I'm sorry. Jeez. That's okay. My father was born in August. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> So a so a nope, Ulysses nope. Campbell was born in August, just not you. <laughs> yes. Um, when is your birthday, bud? Uh, it's in June. Florida man, June. I already, uh, I, I, while you pull that up, I, I already know mine because I I think it's pretty hilarious. My yeah. my birthday's in March. Uh, mine is uh, Florida man, one dressed in bull onesie, attempts to burn down house with ragu sauce. Police say. <laughs> oh, good gracious! <laughs> Florida man, March thirteenth. Pop that in there. That is the worst one you will see, and you should see the two guys in the pictures. Florida man, February 15th. How about that? We'll do that. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, good so one. Funny. Florida man claiming people were eating his brains leads people leads police on insane golf cart chase. Like you do. Yeah, okay. Right. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I'm assuming, Mike, that given that uh, would you rather it would be Disney yeah. World all the time? Oh, not even a question. Yeah. A hundred percent going to Disney yeah. World. I'm a, like at oh, this point, okay. like, and not disparaging to anybody else who is more on the introverted side. Like, cool, that's for you. I've got no point in my life though where I want experiences more than stuff. And like, I would rather go to Disney World and be with my family and go on the rides and like, first off, not be in the cold. Like, the older I get, the more I realize like I hate being in cold weather and I hate snow. Same. Um, so yeah, I would love being. I would love it being eighty degrees. I would love being able to be wearing shorts on Christmas Day, um, and like honestly, like it wouldn't be just me. It would be me and my wife and the kids. And like yeah, like getting to see the kids have a good time at this point is more valuable to me. And like Disney World at Christmas is so freaking cool. Like everything's decorated. Um, like they have a Star Wars land. So Star Wars and Christmas combining two of my th favorite things. Like. Like the chocolate and the peanut butter, you mash them together, Christmas and Star Wars, let's put them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you don't have to justify anything to me, dude. I, I, I appreciate yeah. that. I'm there. All the stuff that you're saying. Now, the only thing that I'm going to throw in is being from New Jersey, uh, 80 degrees on Christmas Day, that's just an incongruous kind of situation. And my <laughs> wife happens to be from Texas. And so there was, and her, her grandparents, uh, their wedding anniversary was like over Christmas. They'd gotten married December. So it, it, when they had their 50th wedding anniversary, we were there, you know, for that. And anyway, to make a long story short, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas, in the backyard. It's 78 degrees on Christmas Day. I'm wearing a T-shirt, and I had a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not so – I mean, I don't need snow or anything like that, but um, I do need for it to be cold on December 25th, you know, it's like, that's just, again, me, I mean, I can be in shorts, but it's gotta be in the house. <laughs> yes, co-sign. All right, that's fair. Feel that's that. fair. I feel that, that's a great. That's... So I have three different ones for my birthday in Florida, man. I'm not B even BJ, I'm assuming you're looking yours up as well, right? I, I did look mine up, yeah. Okay, so MC go, and then I wanna hear BJ's uh, Florida man's. So 
you guys can tell me which which one is the most Florida man of these three. Florida man attacks gas station clerk with hot dogs and corn stick over beer. <laughs> That's definitely Flor- Florida man. <laughs> Pretty Florida solid. Man ar- Flor- Florida man arrested after using coat hanger like tool to remove bones from dog. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. And high on synthetic weed, Florida man calls 911 twice to report that his dreams are real. <laughs> that, that's 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 Florida man. Not just any uh, weed. I think... Not just any weed, synthetic weed. Like I, that. I, I, that's good. I think the first one though is definitely more Florida man. <laughs> yeah. Um I got I got two uh that came up for this. I've never done this before. Um I'll never be the same again. But the, the two that at least said March 25th on them. Um, Florida man lands in jail for allegedly cutting down fence he thought belonged to someone else. Wait, what? So, so it's not even, it's not even specific. That's it's not even specific that it was he thought it was his fence. So... Yeah, apparently after an operation here, this guy admitted to cutting down, well, I guess he was suspicious after noticing his fence and gate containing his livestock was repeatedly being cut down. Um, He eventually admitted to cutting them down himself because he thought the property belonged to someone else he did not like. And intentionally damaging a fence containing cattle poses a danger to both public and the livestock. Uh, Therefore, he was uh, arrested. That is Florida. That man. is amazing. That is outstanding. Are we ready <laughs> for this amazing. one? Um, Yuli, I have one for your birth, your birth time, or or roundabout, since we're we're being uh, discreet about your birthday. Uh, Florida man arrested for assaulting his roommate with pizza. <laughs> Short, to the point, precise, but crazy. I like it. Good. I just gotta say, how angry do you have to be that you waste perfectly good pizza? I know, right? Assault someone with it, like. Just eat or, the pizza. Or how bad yeah. was the how bad was the pizza that bad? Um, <laughs> the, actually, I gotta give credit. To, I gotta give credit to the article here. Listen, to, listen to this the 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 artful writing that is done. Daniel Allen Plunkett, Treasure Island resident and man with little to no respect for Italian American cuisine, was arrested for throwing slices of pizza at his roommate. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh man good times right. um, Actually, I, yeah I go ahead I was gonna say I, I don't know if I'm about to end this or not but I do yep. gotta get going here but no this it's this is exactly what I was gonna do I wanted to thank everybody uh, on here guys you make this thing awesome you really truly do Um, we're going to end this uh, with a message to all of those out there listening. Uh, thank you all for subscribing, for listening to all of our shows. Just to kind of rattle them off here, we got BJ, uh, BJ Robinson, who is one of the co-hosts of FedCon, uh, Federation Conversations, which is our Star Trek podcast. You can check it out pretty much anywhere where you can get podcasts. You can listen to that. But also, BJ has his own uh, Facebook page, his own Twitter, his own um existence like everything like he has his own like it's not just here on the podcast he does something called tough talk which is just an outstanding program that he does he works with pbs out there in san diego he has his own like i wouldn't even say theater production company but like yeah like you're doing a little bit of everything um so check bj where can they find you where can they find you on the social medias to to get all your awesome content that you do bud 
at WillBJRob, and that'll take you to everything on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, uh, no, I, I'm no more with the Twitter because don't care for the Musk. But but at WillBJRob, yeah. we'll connect you to to all the the social media things going on. It'll get you to Tough Talk. Heck, if you're looking to join the Christ United Church Choir, uh, we'll get you in on the choir too. Um, I'll have to tell you a story about my uh, experiences as a Jewish person joining a, a Christian choir uh, when I was in the army to avoid uh, having to clean the barracks on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> Love to hear that perspective. <laughs> Great reason to join, especially like southern, like su- like Southern Baptist man. Let me tell you, so much tambourines and clapping, man. That shit was so much I fun. Saying, cleaning might have been a little easier for some. In that oh, case. but it was so, yeah, but not nearly as much fun. <laughs> Ross, man, out of cleaning the barracks too. <laughs> exactly, it was a win for everybody. Uh, Ross, man, give us your give us your socials. Tell us where we can find um, Gamer Den, um, that sort of stuff. Sure. Well, I am still on the Twitter because I like watching the Musk fire. So <laughs> I I plan to write a book, I think, after about all the mistakes in management that Elon Musk is making as a tenured manager myself. So I, I'm very excited to be able to share that at some point. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the opaque senator minus the V. Uh, <laughs> so at opaque senator, you can find me uh, O-P-A-Q-U-E senator. Uh, I am on Facebook as well. Russell Brown, you know, you, I'm usually the one posting the funny memes <laughs> on the uh, GGR Facebook page, uh, whatever I could find from my myriad of places that I find content from. So uh, none of it is original. So everything is stolen and shared for that reason. So don't think I, I am not that clever. Uh, and then, of course, you can listen to The Gamer Den. Uh, Starring yours truly, and I, I, th- I think I have a co-host, so we're going to see how it goes in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I'll be excited to introduce that whole uh, that whole thing too coming up soon. So awesome! We appreciate um, having you, bud. Happy to be here. MC Brooks, which stands for Master Cheeser, if you were unfamiliar. Um, not only do you do the podcast stuff, which you can find all here on GGR, you've got um, the overflow, you've got post game, uh, you're an integral part of uh, At The Diner, but you're also a really talented musician. Um, where can they find the music that you have put together and that you have performed? Uh, well, if you want to give me money, Bandcamp, that's first and foremost. <laughs> pay this, pay this uh, man his money, do it. Yeah, mcbrooks.bandcamp.com. You can, my entire discography is there. Um, some of some of which you can pay whatever you will pay whatever you want so that's uh first and foremost there but if you are like 98 percent of the world uh, i'm also on every streaming platform youtube spotify apple music uh title so on and so forth you name it um and same on same uh same thing on there mc brooks uh I don't have anything coming out the rest of the year, but uh, well, here's a here's for uh, um, something exclusive. My first song of next year will be dropping the first Friday after the new year, uh, and I'm planning to release at least a song per month over the next year. So, yeah, that's uh, a little exclusive for the for the for the patrons here. Uh, but yeah, you can find it literally anywhere you go and go and find music awesome that's awesome uh mr ulysses e campbell um which if you weren't familiar the e stands for every damn day um where can we find and listen and view a fantastic forum and all of its various incarnations fantastic forum is available via the website at fantasticforum.tv we also have social media on instagram and on facebook 
uh, I, I we have a Twitter account. I haven't been messing with it because the Musk thing. Um, just I don't I don't I don't know. You know, uh, we are also available thanks to our friends at the Great Geek Refuge as a podcast, and we can be downloaded where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. And the show is available in first run as a radio program. You have to actually either uh, stream it or turn to. Uh, on your radio dial to the appropriate frequency, and you can only do that if you happen to be in the listening area. But if you were in the Arlington, Virginia area, it's on WERA ninety six point seven FM from four to five PM on Saturdays and Sundays. Otherwise, you can stream the show from four to five PM if you go to the website at WERA dot FM. Wonderful. Thanks, Yuli, as always. Thank you for being on. Uh, thank all of you guys uh, as well for being on. Uh, let me plug my shit, too, because I do some stuff. Um, we've got At The Diner. That's been the flagship podcast here uh, on the uh, Great Geek Refuge for a couple of years. It used to be GGR Pirate Radio. That's kind of our grab bag. So if we have special presentations and stuff like that, the GGR Pirate Radio stream still exists. So go there. Lots of great content there, plus all the old episodes that we have. Are there as well there's so many freaking podcasts that we have um i also did a project um that i absolutely loved it was called stop me if you heard this and it's all about music and kind of the behind the scenes stories behind what was going on um i did one about tom petty about david bowie about uh jimmy buffett one about weezer one about offspring about nirvana pearl jam um as you can tell, I'm a child of the 90s, so most of those bands <laughs> kind of came from there. But um, that was one of my favorite projects that I did. I have a solo podcast that I call Mike Explores. It literally is that. I just explore stuff I don't know anything about. So I did one about the Britney Spears conservatorship. I did one about politics where I talked to uh, a guy who was running for uh, Senate here in Virginia named Qasem Rashid. Um, I talked to, um, he was a uh, delegate here in Virginia, Joshua Cole, I spoke to him. I just spoke to the CEO of a company called Mighty. A uh, guy's name is Joshua Schwadron and his whole role is basically he's trying to change the way personal injury law works because oftentimes personal injury is one of those things where like you see a billboard and it's some stuffy lawyer but he's got boxing gloves on he's like i'm gonna fight for you and like what you're not understanding about that is is that's all marketing he's they're not actually going to fight for you they're going to do whatever they can to make as much money as they possibly can without worrying about what's in your best interest josh is trying to change that and trying to really kind of pull the curtain back and show you how the system works so we had a great conversation you can check that out if you look up mike explorers um i'm the only mike explorers podcast so it's pretty easy to find um there's so many more pro projects that we're working on we've done pie uh, we've done something called the playcast uh in fact it's christmas time um we have a version of the christmas carol that uh i wrote with somebody that who used to be involved with the website and a lot of uh contributors uh it, were involved uh shoot russ was involved yuli was involved um mariah was involved rambo was involved like a lot of people that were here at the great geek refuge were involved in the creation of that so you should definitely check that out that is on if you look up ggr playcasts um so like you know like a play and then a podcast you mash them together playcast um i'm proud of all of this stuff man of the stuff that i've done of the stuff that everybody else has done um it's just an honor to get to do something that i've wanted to do since i was a kid um, with a lot of my friends on a regular basis. And the fact that other people want to listen to it too, that's just icing on the cake. So we'll kind of end on that sentiment. I hope everybody has a wonderful, happy holiday. Um, whatever it is that you celebrate, I hope it's joyous. I hope it's wonderful. I hope you stay healthy. I hope you stay safe. Uh, and to kind of end on the sentiment that we have for anything GGR, remember that together there are no heights that we can't reach. Everybody have a happy holiday. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs>